WBNE. Howdy, Yucks, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today is Monday. And this is Bacon and Eggs. So discover that your greatest enemy is still alive. And destroy an Imperial base from the inside out. Because today we're bringing you The Mandalorian. And we're joined by a guest. We have a guest this week. We have a none other than singer songwriter, uh, future TikTok star, uh, <laughs> handsomest man I know, Sam Jones, oh, back from the dead. Oh, back from the dead. It feels like I'm back from the dead because of this is you guys record the Monday Lorian so early in the morning. We do to your other your other shows. Oh man, oh man. But yeah. it's also it's also so nice to be on the same coast as you guys and be recording. Hi everybody, I'm Sam C. Jones, apparent apparent uh, TikTok star or apparent future, future TikTok star, apparent future, future TikTok, TikTok star, star. Which, is, which is a fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic uh, uh, moniker to my name. It would be and a fantastic Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would I was be actually, really good on your like resume. <laughs> I was I was planning on coming on here and actually talking about and like, doing like an ASMR thing related to the Mandalorian and just being like, "Good evening, my name oh, is yeah. Sam C. Jones, and tonight we're going to be taking you on another side quest oh, on the planet so Navarra." Sometimes we joke about doing <laughs> ASMR stuff on this podcast, and our listeners. <laughs> hate it oh well <laughs> i am not one of the well first of all i'm a, i'm i'm a you know a long time listener of the show as well i i was i was saying before we we started recording that i i listen to the monday lorian as my monday run um uh so, so do I you have... only run like nine times a year <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, no, no. Well, I mean, lately that's what I've been doing. I've nine been, Mondays a year. Yeah, yeah. Only, right. only, only nine Mondays a year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I, I have you guys in my ear, uh, at least, at least once a week. It's either you guys or the McElroy brothers, um, while I'm running. I'm so hey. glad that's the choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I almost, I almost said Tyler Carlin McElroy when I came on. I was like, oh, no, no, they were not. <laughs> They're, it's all blending together. <laughs> it's all, it's all starting to blend together in my head. So, if, uh, if you were one of Trace Horny Boys, which would you be? Oh. I, I I think I'd want to be Travis because I'm the middlest brother. You yes, know? I am yes. The, I'm the mid, I'm, I'm I'm the only brother. I I have, I have a sister on either side of me. I'd want to be Travis, but I think I'm probably Griffin. If I'm being honest, I'm not sure. You see, you say that like it's a bad thing. Like Griffin no, I, isn't the talent. No, no, well, Griffin is the talent. That, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. And 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 well, here's the thing. All three of them are the talent. I I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably Travis. I I I need to. I, I love Travis so damn much. And I love Justin, too. I love all three of them. McElroy Brothers, see- if you're listening to this, uh, oh, Sam God. C. Jones, you know, <laughs> a big, big fan. And uh, I, I I love hearing uh, Justin sing Send in the Clowns every time you have a hundredth episode oh, yeah. uh, anniversary. <laughs> Isn't it rich? It's my hey, McElroy Brothers, if you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> hello. Have hello. all three of us on what your show. What an honor. Yeah. <laughs> I th- so I like to fancy myself a griffin. We'll get into the show very soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll start I like talking. To fancy myself a Griffin because you know I'm the youngest brother. I'm the talent. I told Jay about the Pixar theory. Oh that's, sure, sure. You know, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. I'm but the I think, alpha. I'm the leader. <laughs> <laughs> I think when it comes down to it, I'm a Clint, and oh, that's, oh, that's what really messes me up about it. Is daddy that like McElroy. more right? More than being the littlest brother, I am also the daddiest dad, and that. I think stresses me out. No, that makes you a Justin. Oh, I love oh, that. Oh, I could be a Justin. Do you uh, love Margaritaville? I do love Margaritaville a lot. <laughs> do, do you love the restaurant Margaritaville? Uh, I I mean, it's a chain restaurant, <laughs> so I, I'm pretty lukewarm. <laughs> we used to have, no, down in, at CNU, there was a, a cheeseburger in paradise for a while, wasn't there? Yeah, yes. Over in the weird, like, 
hidey hole behind yeah. across the street from the mall. And now it's like where a, they also had the Carabas that no one went to. Yeah. Oh my god, that Carabas was uh, uh, not great. Um, but now it's like a, or at least last time I checked, I haven't been down to Newport News in forever. But it was a, it was a Fuddruckers. But Fuddruckers <laughs> did, Fuddruckers did like a rebranding where uh, they have like wait staff. That's all. It's kind of like Hooters now. Like they all wear these kind of like skimpy outfits, and they're all these good looking college girls. It's like okay, I didn't know that Fuddruckers was slowly turning into you know the parody of Fuddruckers from from so, uh, <laughs> from the, the wild thing. We'll get back to the Mandalorian in a second. But the wild thing about that Fuddruckers is I believe it was originally a Fuddruckers and then became a cheeseburger in paradise and then a Fuddruckers again. Hmm. So the wild thing about Fuddruckers is like, isn't Fuddruckers, isn't that like a restaurant that would like seek out your skill set 20 years ago, Sam? Not your skill set 20 years ago, your skill set now 20 years ago. Like, wasn't it like a Elvis restaurant? And aren't you like a professional Elvis well, impersonator? Well, I, I, from, from what I remember about Fuddruckers from when I was a young, young man, uh, you know, getting cheeseburgers and, and chicken fingers is that every booth was a themed uh, musician. So they had like an Elvis booth. They had a Beatles booth. Right. They had they had a, a Rolling Stones booth. You know, they had they had all kinds of stuff right. going on. Um, So so maybe they would be seeking out my talents if they wanted to dedicate a booth to me. I, mean, I don't know. Fuddruckers, if you're listening, I'm, 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 I'm open. I'm open to having a booth erected to me at one of your we used to have Fuddruckers in Roanoke, and it is now either in IHOP or in Northwest True Value. I cannot remember which building it was. <laughs> did, 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 the, the wild did, thing oh, about Fuddruckers is it was it was called Chapter Twelve: The Siege, and it was directed by Carl Weathers and released uh, November twenty. It was directed by Carl Weathers. Ago. It was, yeah. yeah. Oh, got a ninety-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and yeah, it was directed by Carl Weathers. And the wild thing is, Carl Weathers still can't act. Man, are you kidding? I, I thought Carl Weathers did so much better in this one. I thought nah. he did for a minute, and then then we got into the base, and he's just like, "I'll knock another thirty years off your dead if you go press that button." You stupid uh, yeah, fish I, man that's in this episode really for no not, reason. I did, not, camera, yeah, I did not like And I'm Carl Weathers. <laughs> what more do you want, people? I, it's That's what it feels like to no, me. No, when he first shows up and picks up the child, I was like, oh. Oh, we're back. And we're he's got back. a white beard now. I liked, yeah. I liked the white beard. You know, it's it's to show that time has passed. Right. And it, it's very good. <laughs> yes. I love that and he's wearing glasses to show that time has passed. <laughs> I love the like provincial magistrate system they've got set up here, and they're like, "It was a CD bar, now it's a school." I thought that was just the funniest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the the scenes in the school. I really love. So you even mentioned it right at the beginning at our ASMR thing, where like this episode comes in and it's like, "Oh, a side mission, so that we can like pause, so that we can build up suspense for for next week when there's a Jedi and we get to see another lightsaber. That's so cool." Uh, even though she's not a Jedi, so like I don't know, former but, like, Jedi former jedi former jedi yeah. but like i don't think she'll be this is my hot take i don't think she'll be in next week's episode really you think they're just no gonna keep waiting all. for godoing her and like i think i i, I, I think, think she will be in the season finale and they'll luke skywalker her Ah oh, man yeah That's or she'll show up in the last 30 seconds of next week's episode which so, i thought she was gonna do this week but. yeah i thought she was gonna be like just in the final shot and being like i'm ahsoka tano and then it would go and cut to credits. Oh. I, was, I was hoping that's what was, that's what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, the the I I have to to say and and I and I'd love to get into the episode, but I, I have to say that I 
I am one of the fans who is definitely playing the waiting game of, of you know, when are we going to get to Ahsoka? I'm one of those guys who is just, I'm so, I want it to happen so badly and they keep teasing it. And it's, and it's, it's getting frustrating for me as a viewer because I want it to happen so bad. I'm such a, I'm such a huge fan of the character and I'm excited to see what they do with her in the live, in the live, uh, the live version of this. And it's just been, it's been so frustrating having it not happen. What are we on season, episode four now? Yeah. I, yeah. Here's, here's my, I'm, I'm very excited for lightsabers. I'm excited for Ahsoka Tano. I like, I'm all in on all of that. Well, not all in, but I'm, I'm like ready for it. My caveat is like, I'm more interested in how are we going to get the child back to the Jedi and what is that going to look like? And I love the idea of Ahsoka being the one that like is going to end up is joining the crew. I don't know what she's going to like do or if she's just going to have like a Yoda thing where she's like super old now and she dies. Well, yeah, Uh, she's got to be old, right? Like she can't she can't still be like a young woman at all. She's got to be at least she's got to be like 40 or at least 40. That's what we think. I need need to check my timelines. I'm not I'm not sure. No, I think Sam's right. Isn't this after it's it's this is after Vader's death. It's after Vader's death. Yeah, so she'd be right. Like, she'd be old, dude. I think I I I would need to you know go in it, and I should have done. How my, long my was Asuka. there between Return of the Sith and New Hope? Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith and, uh, and New Hope. Uh, not it's That's, oh something like something like like fifteen or no, however old Luke is. So I guess it's it's something like eighteen years, something like that. Right. Yeah. Um. So, but apparently between but apparently between this, I said I read somewhere that there, there's like a thirty year gap, and I'm not sure what the gap actually no, is. There's a thirty there's year like, gap between uh end of Return of the Jedi and beginning of and beginning Force of Awakens. Uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, this yeah, is yeah. 19 after Return of the this Jedi. This is five years after Return of the Jedi. Five? Oh, oh great. Okay. That's what was always said in the first season. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Ahsoka Tano would be like a dusty old fart. Maybe she would. She's a different species. Well, she also like died that. once. She, she died? She, yeah, kind of. Well, she she was, she kind of did like a time jumping in um, uh, Rebels. Yeah, it's no it's, canon gymnastics whatsoever. Man, it None. is. It is a wild ride if you ever i mean i know i know ethan's stance on on not wanting to watch all of all of rebels and all of clone wars uh given given that a lot of it is bad um but the ahsoka tano episodes are the ones that are worth watching because they actually like it's like they put all of their eggs in that one basket of ahsoka tano and they were like yeah this character is great let's do that i I, i'm all in on believing that the character is great it's just a lot of media to consume i have such little time and i feel so bad because like it's my job to consume the media yeah and I, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What are you, you going to do? You know, right. That being uh, said, Sam, I cannot uh, like vibe with you on that because I was excited for this episode because we returned to the actual plot of the TV show, The Mandalorian. Uh, we, yeah, I, finally, after after a long time of, of 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 doing side quests with giant spider monsters and all kinds of things. Uh, now we actually get back to the Grand Moff Gideon uh, uh, quest of what what is he trying to do? <laughs> what the hell is going on? Giving birth to something. So. I like I love the idea of like dark trooper yeah. soldiers that yeah, have yeah. like even if they have the thwappity thwappities from <laughs> thwappity Force thwappities. Awakens. Yeah, I'm dog. cool with that. Like I just I like I, I'm really excited for when Mando gets a lightsaber and seeing him like what I love about his armor is that like he works really well in it and it looks super cool, but it's also like super clunky. Yeah. And so I like the idea of him having a lightsaber and like dealing with like my armor super clunky. Mm-hmm. And I think what we'll see is this transition from like heavy Beskar plate armor and that being like such a core part of his personality and who he is to no Beskar at all so mm-hmm. that he can more efficiently wield a lightsaber. 
Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see him as like one of the actual fighters. Like, uh, uh, who who do we meet last week? Um, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan, Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see him actually kind of be able to move like those cats. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did we think of the school that they that they dropped off Baby Yoda at for daycare with the <laughs> I C3PO like the droid? I love the school. I thought it was great. And if you have the subtitles on, you get to kind of listen to what the teacher is saying, and they're just like <laughs> pumping lore into yeah. the show oh really just, oh i'd have to, I have to go back and watch that what are the what are, what's the teacher talking about i maybe this is stuff that was like already known but and i've already forgotten it because i you know watched it once two days ago so it may as well be gone mm-hmm. uh but they were talking about like the capital of the new republic and the status of coruscant and and stuff like that and it's just like just inundating you with exposition and right it's i think it's cool i think it's a great way to just to like add. star wars civics class that's right. dope dude that's that's uh, i yeah I, it seemed like it was a history class if it was anything but i I wasn't I wasn't totally sure what was going on, um, but it's just, you know, a good a good excuse to watch Baby Yoda eat some some minty looking cookies. Right. That's the funny thing is it's just literally like babysitting, right? Like, the, yeah, yeah. We're babysitting the character so he doesn't have to come on this dangerous mission. So we have right. a couple so times we, a season. Yeah. So we don't have to, to animate the puppet <laughs> in the middle of the whole thing. Um, and the return of our, our blue friend from the first episode, uh, mm, uh, I, I, yeah. whose, name, whose name I can't remember who. And I do not care about. About this character. I do not give a flying f- about this character. No, no, not a single one. Not <laughs> I do a not single care. one. I don't care about what he's doing. I don't care about about why. Like, first of all, I, I was a little bit lost about like why. Did, like, I I get it. It's bad guys. There's a base. We need to go blow up the base. I understand like the basic concept of a, of a Star Wars story. But I was also kind of like, why are we going here? Why do we need to do this for? Okay, and why is he here? Why do we need him? There's a whole. There's a whole thing. So I I actually really liked how they set this up. So like bad guys base. We got to blow it up. Cool. Yeah. With yeah. That. Great. We all understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's an exhaust port if you yeah, shoot womp rats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every uh, story. <laughs> uh, Look, they never learn. They, the architects so they, never learn. No, what, what they're showing you time and time again is like bad guys base, but also the motivation of the good guys is not always what you think it is, or the good guys you think are these great characters don't always have upstanding character. And what I love about Mitriel or Mithril or whatever his name is in this episode is that <laughs> it shows that like... <laughs> <laughs> and it shows that, like, what I love about Midol, <laughs> what I love about what I love uh, about King Midas, <laughs> what I love about the character is that he exists to show that this new provincial government, that this new setup that they have, is still extremely flawed. That, like, oh, we turned the bar into a school and we've done away with bounties and everything is so peaceful. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we also have extreme slavery, uh, and that's awful and yeah, that's super, super yeah, bad. That's bad. And uh, and it's oh right, it's being run by a bounty hunter. And I don't know, I I really like uh, his inclusion here. I don't particularly care for the character, but I like how they have to like wrestle with mm. this new peaceful government and still yeah, that there's still there's still flaws. Slavery. There's flaws in the good guys plan. Yeah, there's right. there's 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 like really really deep fundamental like I mean it, it, I mean if we want to get into you know politics and everything there's there's deep fundamental flaws in all of our hello oh that was my. Hello, Alexa. Good to see you. Uh, uh, My package has been delivered. Fantastic. I also love we're closer to the child seeing Mando's face. Yeah. Oh, so close. Yeah. Yeah. That that look. That was such a good shot. They're definitely developing a personality for the child more Mm -hmm. and more every single episode. Like really just letting him him wild. Letting him wild out. That opening is so funny with the red wire and the blue wire. Yes. Oh my I was, gosh, it's I, fascinating. I, it's, I, could watch, I could watch 45 minutes of just that I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> 
just just no 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 put the put the blue wire where the red wire goes but don't let them touch I, it's oh God, it's, <laughs> it's 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 pure comedy and just his his little squeaks his little squeaks of like i don't understand what you want me to do <laughs> i don't understand so, anything at all yeah it's like <laughs> that uh it's like that scene from guardians of the galaxy 2 where oh it's like the bomb yeah 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 it's exactly but like it's that. like it's way less cringy or like way less hard to watch yeah I could I could listen to Bradley Cooper talk to Baby Groot. I don't know that scene wore on me for some reason. It, that like, scene is so long because he he gets it wrong like six times. Right, it's just bad timing. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, and in this one, Baby Yoda is like electrocuted. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Which There's is just like, something so much more soothing about Pedro Pascal doing the voice. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, God, no, yeah, the no. red wire, not the, the red blue wire. wire. Have you no, seen the, blue, the freaking the Baby Yoda bop it? Have you? <laughs> I have. Have you seen uh, the the shot of God. Pedro Pascal in the studio doing voiceover work? With the pillow? Holding, holding a pillow? Holding a pillow. Oh, <laughs> doing God. the voiceovers? I was like, you know, sometimes as an actor, I was like, I appreciate him just like trying to get into that headspace. You know, I just really right. appreciate him like doing doing the hard work, doing the good work to try to make this work. So, yeah, yeah I, I thought that was hysterical. But no, the shot I loved the most was, well, the shot I loved the most was Baby Yoda doing the roller coaster arms. Oh, but, my God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when the, my the second favorite shot was when they both like turned back to face the camera and drank their little tea together. Yes, 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 yes. I was just like, aw, you're learning great. from dad. What do we think I about just, uh, Cara Dune in this episode? I'm uh, so glad she's who, in it. Who was, who, big was, Cara Dune stand. who was referred to as the marshal uh, uh, early on yeah. in the episode, uh, uh, according to my subtitles. And I thought that that was kind of funny because didn't we have an episode called The Marshal with uh, that very, very good looking uh, cowboy man? Yeah, that we did. And I think what they're doing is they are. So if they're going to introduce Ahsoka Tano, there's like a, I think a really easy critique to Ahsoka Tano's whole existence that she is Anakin's Padawan and she calls Anakin master for like the all of Clone Wars. Uh, And then we see in Revenge of the Sith that like Anakin does not ever achieve the rank of master. And that's like a huge sticking point with the Jedi. And I think what Jon Favreau is doing is he's taking names and roles in Star Wars and like titles and he's he's muddying them a lot mm-hmm. on purpose. He is like seeking an effort to make it totally normal for characters in Star Wars to like assume roles and assume titles that mean nothing. Uh and I think that's what we're going to see in the anti-empire is that the because the empire is so rigid like Grand Moff is like a, that's like a title. You have a title. You yeah, are it's Grand like, Moff. Yeah, it's like governor. Yeah. Right. right. Uh but then in the Empire, I'm sorry, in the uh, resistance and in the rebels and, and everybody else, there will be no organization whatsoever. And we're going to have to and tackle and deal with. And that's probably how it's all going to kind of go to hell. I mean, right. Well, and that's, yeah. and that's why like, the Empire always wins is yeah. because right. they, 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 they use Google spreadsheets and, and, right. the, and right. the, uh, <laughs> the resistance doesn't. And as right. much as we got some issues coming in here with canon of the Clone Wars and rebels, we're also starting to not issues per se, but just like, you know, there's going to be some some conflating there. We're slamming headlong into the beginning of uh force awakens as well here well like more yeah. and more every and, episode and, and that's one of the theories that people have going on right now is that um what do you call it uh that grandma uh gideon is is like what he's doing is he's building he's trying to create snoke or he's trying to create palpatine um which i i don't think is what's happening no. i think i think it's the dark troopers it's for it's for sure it's going to be the dark troopers just based on that one shot at the end anyway but like that's one of the theories that like maybe there was some there were some people who were so in on it uh the the whole palpatine plan like some people who were high enough up and 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 could knew they could keep a secret like like someone like Giancarlo Esposito could if you were giving him that that kind of a role. Um, I don't think that's what's happening. I think that I think that the Mandalorian story is is 
always going to be straying far away enough from the Palpatine story at all. But I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. It's not even that I'm worried about the Palpatine story. It's just like at some point, the New Republic has to lose. The Empire has to fall for real. And we have to get the First Order, right? Like that is the thing that happens yeah. in the next 25 years of Star Wars. Yeah. yeah and 25 absolutely. years is not that long of a time for there to be a complete paradigm shift like that. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. more and more we explore the remains of the Empire, the more and more I'm like, well, okay, well, this is interesting. Well, the First Order takes over in The Force Awakens, right? Like that no. they use. Yeah. He does the speech and then they blow up the New Republic planets. Well, no, they've, they've taken right, over. The First Order is, they, is an extant yeah, thing. Yeah, they've, they've taken over uh, prior to the start of Force Awakens. Okay. Yeah. They've taken, Cause, they, yeah, because they, they have the army. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Is the Empire, the, the Galactic Empire, you know, the bad guys are the First Order then. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, they yeah. Have, they, if, if you're not thinking about Empire as, as a term of like, you know, what the Empire is, if you're just thinking of like A team and B team, right? Like mm-hmm. B team has been replaced by the First Order. Right. Completely. And so I don't think that we are seeing Snoke and Palpatine here. No. I think if there's anything no, film no. canon related here, and I, and I could be wrong because there are comics about this, and I, I do not know the story. I think these dark troopers could lead to Knights of Ren. Uh, I, I think that they're separate things, personally. I mean, I, and again, I would need to, like, go in and dig deep on, like, the whole Knights of Ren lore. By the way, a, a, a side note, plot line that was never really fulfilled in, in the movies, but, you know, that's a that's a whole other different topic. Um, They show up in the third one. They, they sh- well, they show up, but we don't know who the hell they are. You know, we don't know what right. the hell's going on. They, they, I think... <laughs> One of the, my favorite line in that movie is they show up and someone goes like, he calls them ghouls. And I was like, I was like, that's a, that's such a great word to describe these characters like ghouls. Yeah. They're just a bunch of ghouls. Um, but, but, uh, what was I talking about? Uh, uh, I, I, I don't think that the dark troopers are going to lead to the Knights of Ren. I think that they're, they're an entirely different, uh, group of people. Um, but we also like, we got reintroduced to the concept of, you know, uh, the, the doctor guy from season one in the hologram said that, uh, the, the child has a high M count and that's you know, obviously a midi-chlorians thing. And so we're bringing that whole thing into the Mandalorian as well. Um, I think that they should. Though. Like if you are. Well, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think I think we should have that. I think so. If George Lucas comes in and he says in episode one, the start of everything that like the Jedi farmed Anakin because of his man- midi-chlorian count, then I like as much as you may not like midi-chlorians and how what that does to the force. It is like Lucas canon. It's it in is. There. It's yeah. in there and it's important. And if you are the Empire, farming midi-chlorians is such a like smart and clear move right yeah. like you've done clones you've done midichlorians now let's put those things together and see if let's see how much we can break down the emotion of what makes a jedi a jedi or not even the emotion because they they lack it but like the humanity that makes a jedi a jedi and see if we just pump midichlorians into a, an organism if we can yeah or or generate well, or one. the idea that like one, one part of the one of the theories i read on on yahoo.com yes yahoo.com the source of all my news um yes. uh is is that the dark troopers are you know they're 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 droids they're not they're not they're not people they're not humanoid they're 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 humanoid but they're but they're droids and the idea that you could you could pump you know force capabilities into a robot like then you just have these you just have these robots that you can control that are as powerful as the jedi and then yeah they're going to be unstoppable so i right I get what they're trying to do, if that's what they're trying to do. And I and I do think that we're heading in that direction. Um I never played um what's what's what video game is this from? The uh the Dark Troopers. Where where are they from? Knights of the Old I Republic? No, 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 they're not from, from Knights of the Old Republic. If anything, I would think Force Unleashed. Yeah, not Force yeah, Unleashed. They, what's the they, what's the one that's out right now? I just I, I I was just reading this. I was just I hear let me pull up Yahoo again. Fallen Order is the one I'm thinking of. But I don't know if they're in Fallen Order. I haven't finished it. Dark Troopers. Dark Troopers uh, ex- uh, originally appearing in the old 
Star Wars expanded universe. Well, okay, well, that could be all kinds of things. Yeah, they're they're a legends thing. Oh, they're a legends to, thing. Oh, to Wikipedia. Okay. All right, well, a w- Wikipedia. Looks like they've been in the 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 uh, mostly in the Battlefront games. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that would be. They were Force Unleashed. Yeah, they were Force Unleashed. Okay. Oh, great, great, great. Yeah. So I a I game never, I never played. I, yeah, I never played the video games either. I that's 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 one step in the Star Wars direction that I I'm not currently taking. I played plenty <laughs> I, of them, just not have, Force yeah. Unleashed. I have I have the TV shows and I have I and I have you know you guys I don't I don't need to play too many more video games <laughs> about about Star Wars. Um, what uh what what other parts of the show did, did we like? I, so John Favreau is like a known cook, right? He's a big fan of food. Yeah, he made the movie and, Chef. Yeah, he and, made the movie and the, and movie the TV chef. show Chef. Yeah, and he's he, he's a known like foodie. Yeah. and I love his insistence on showing food in the Mandalorian. It, I mean, we've talked about it a few times in the show, but I've really been thinking about it because that's how they're going to end up revealing Mandalorian. Mando's face to the child is I think he's going to eat something. Yeah. And I love just what they're doing with like props to make the food look like Star Wars food and like having baby Yoda eat and having him throw up. Like there's no reason for there to be food in Star Wars. There's like no reason they could so take a break to eat. Yeah. Cause like, right. There's no reason. Yeah. Like, like we've seen in 11 movies, they never take a break to uh, literally anything. put food in their mouth. They yeah. never take a break for anything. Right. Yeah, they, they, it's go, go, go. Faster. They play more chess. Intense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. they, they play that hologram chess. Yeah, um, but like we watch Mando take a nap. Yeah, right. Yeah, man, he like he go. He says like, "You stay in the cockpit. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go take a fuck." <laughs> and then we we see the, like a bathroom on the Razor Crest. That's the first yeah, bathroom in all of yeah. Star Wars. Like the, we're we're getting like it's not slice of life, but we're getting like you know, hey, these are these are people, and they have to do these things too. They have to rest. They have to they have to poop. They have to pee. <laughs> right. And I think it would be so easy for John Favreau to tackle the show and be like, "Yeah, he's a Mandalorian. He never takes his helmet off." And and that's like we just don't address the food issue. We don't address the bathroom issue. We just yeah, because it's fiction. But 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 now we get to we get to see some of that kind of creeping up toward. I mean, it's 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 great foreshadowing if if indeed he does take his helmet off this season. Which uh, I don't I don't know if he's going to. He's he's a hard character to read. I don't know if he's going to go that far or if he's going to like kind of abandon some of his his principles because he's met Bo-Katan and now he thinks that you know he, maybe maybe he'll he'll realize that his what he thought was wrong this entire time. He He's been alive and maybe he'll he'll take off the helmet but who who knows yeah and i think uh i think there's a couple of routes you go with this i think if you're planning on doing like 10 seasons of the mandalorian then Yikes. which is a lot yeah, i don't think they a, will it's a lot i mean i mean um, they could they, they they sure could they did seven <laughs> seasons of clone wars and those were 20 episode seasons uh <laughs> and they were animated so they were, they really were animated expensive. so <laughs> Uh, no, I think if you want to like, if you really want us to live with this character for a long time, I think he takes the helmet off this season and we get more comfortable with seeing Pedro Pascal's face yeah. as the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think if you want to do three or four seasons and then call it quits, he takes the helmet off in the last episode. Yeah, right, right. And we, really and, and, and like, we and, spent this whole season so far, like getting the gang together for this theoretical future battle, just like we did last season, where it's like we, you know, introduce a character, leave them with an open connection. So they want to come back and help at the end. And, you know, now we've brought Gideon and not Gideon, uh, uh, Grief Karga and, uh, and Cara Dune back into it, and yeah. Bo-Katan, and uh, and even our blue the frog friend. people, and <laughs> oh, the, those I two love sto- the frog people, those two uh, X-wing pilots, and yeah. and Timothy Chalamet, not Timothy Chalamet, Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> 
I would I would die for Timothy Chalamet to just show up with a gun. Be like, I'm here to help. Who are you? I'm Timothy Chalamet. I'm Han Solo. <laughs> I, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, he's I'm, he's, I'm Han. I have no last name. I just Han. Just Han. Uh, just oh, Han. That'd, be, that'd be hysterical. It's just it's just Timothy Chalamet uh, uh, popping up in Star Wars. He he could do it. He's about to do Dune. Um, yeah. I, I think yeah, going yeah. a different direction with Timothy Chalamet's uh, uh, history, and instead of like introducing him with a gun or anything, just have him and Army Hammer in a bar, just like like just as patrons in the bar, but very clearly together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't, That's say, what and I really and they don't say anything. Right. They're just yeah. there. They're, they're just speaking Italian. Italian. They're just in right. the, they're, yeah, yeah. They're why Italian? Italian? Yeah, yeah. They're speaking Italian. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's that's great. Um, uh, uh, the mention of Alderaan was a was a cool Easter egg as well. I thought that it was, was not something I was, expected. I, yeah. I I thought that scene was brilliant. I actually teared up when some, and like yeah, I some I said acting. the line because oh, they oh, were uh, like, I lost everyone. Yeah, when yeah. he was like, "Did you lose anyone?" and she says, "I lost everyone." Like I said it before she did, and I was yeah, like, I was, I, "I was that was an emotional moment for yeah. me." I was like, "Man, that sucks." That that actor, I I uh, I, I I don't remember his name at the moment, but I he's he's on another show that I watch called Kim's Convenience. Um, uh, it's a Canadian uh, comedy, and he's he's a very very funny actor. So it was it was very interesting to see him just like be like a straight man in this um, right and just be like just be just be a cop <laughs> you know right he's, he's a space cop um but yeah i i loved that scene i really really adored that scene a, a whole lot um because sometimes you know we don't get a lot of of acting from from cara dune we just get her you know hitting people in the face with her elbow um but this was a, a really really sweet moment in the show of of explaining like yeah people in this galaxy have dealt with tremendous exponential loss that we, yeah we can't even fathom you know your planet being destroyed holy shit and it's definitely the first time we've talked to like you know just an imperial or a, a a rebel like vet you know like mm-hmm. a veteran yeah somebody who was like right. in the army and is now like kind of just cleaning things up and living his life yeah 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 i sir i served during alderaan like what does that mean like what were you doing man yeah what is it yeah, what do you mean like, served during alderaan yeah, what, what do you yeah what do you uh, mean like were you, were you, part you of mean the, like you flew with the, luke were you part of the cleanup crew? Like, what is that? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm asking. I'm, I'm actually asking. Right. Like, like, what, what does that mean? That sounds. Like I think a we'll rough get more job. of that character. Oh, I hope we do. I hope we get him, and I hope we get, um, I hope we get Dave, Dave Filoni to come back too. Was, wasn't he the one who was in the the Spider episode? He was one of the cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be cool to get him to come back. Oh, it turns out this guy was the other cop from that episode. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. I thought I thought that's who okay. it was. Yeah. yeah I did am not. I am I am I correct that he's the the actor from from Kim's Convenience? What's the what's the yes. actor's name? Oh, oh, oh good. Uh, okay. Kim Sung. Yay hey or something yeah, like that. He's uh, man, if you guys if you guys need a, a funny, just a lighthearted show to watch, Kim's Convenience on Netflix. Just man, he's he is hysterical on that show. He's so so funny. Um well I'll check it out. Yeah, check uh, that so out. what I, I want to talk about Cara Dune real quick because we're we're running out of time. Of course yeah, yeah, do. yeah. Let's let's talk about Cara Dune. Let's do I it. love Cara Dune as a character. She's got a background in WWE, which yep. means that like her fighting style is very WWE, which yep. I I really like. I think it takes what is this like entertainment wrestling can be like kind of hard to get into because it's very clearly just like I think there's a certain intellectual mentality where you watch WWE and you're like, well, this is obviously fake, so it's bad. And you're you're like missing the point entirely. <laughs> and I love introducing her into this setting where she can do this same sort of fighting style. And it's got more of like a I don't even know how to describe it. It's it, it fits a little bit better, I guess. Yeah, Maybe well, not better yeah, it, because it, the, it fits you know, in the, the ring is it the ring. Yeah, it fits in the Star Wars world for sure because because we've already seen jedi literally jump from building to building um well, and the fact that this this 
woman is just she's 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 an athlete. I mean, she's just like a natural born right. like, yeah. gym, and so, gymnastic athlete who can, who can beat think, the crap out of people. It's amazing. And I think it is easy for Star Wars writers and Star Wars creators to lean towards doing a character like uh, Donnie Yen's character from uh, Rogue One, where they have this sort of Eastern style and like the Jedi are similar to like samurai. Well, yeah, the, the, the samurai base. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that that is such an easy way to go. And I love Cara Dune existing because it's like, well, instead of doing the samurai thing, let's just do like... She does American professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Right? How like, cool is that? She did that. Like, that she's is like, like opening like, scene where she's protecting the weasel or whatever. Style. Yeah. And uh, I was just reminded, it's like a perfect combination of like Han Solo and The Rock. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, why can't we have... American wrestling as one of the fighting styles in this universe. We have Jedi, we have Samurai. Why can't this be a practical fighting style? And I, I, yeah. I, I love that. I, I mean, mean it's it, it is though. She whips ass. Yeah, she's yeah. Made, and I and I think we should have more of it. And I'd love to see like, and, but we also get like you know, it's not even just her with like the new fighting styles. And I and I really love everything that she does on the show. But also like even even Mandalorian, uh, um, you know, uh, who whoever the actor is who's actually doing the fights because it's not it's not usually Pedro Pascal doing it. Um, but even his fighting style in the show is so different from what we've seen in the past with he does mm-hmm. so much hand-to-hand combat which is like not something that you see a lot of in, in star wars movies no um and that's and i we just need more of that man it's so cool it's so cool to watch I, the, the the fights on this show are excellent absolutely excellent well and they just peel those stormtroopers apart in the base god, like god. every time i get to see stormtroopers being bad at being stormtroopers it's my favorite thing man, oh I, I love it they're, they're they're none of them are a good shot when the, the local <laughs> magistrate is in there with his black Blaster pistol, just like bam, 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 bam out, out, yeah, yeah, exactly, done. yeah. What did you think of the uh, the speeder scene? Okay, here's I have one thing about the speeders is that. <laughs> They they it was so cool to see them come out and chase the uh whatever like the the, the car like whatever vintage car it was that they were all driving. Um but two of the stormtroopers just like crashed before they even got like they just they crashed into each other, it looked like. Yeah. Did you see that? I like that. I was no, I like that. They I, was just, seeing stormtroopers. I was just like, but why? <laughs> I it, it I, seemed... I, no, I like I think it I think it illustrates how difficult it would be to, to go down drive that thing that, downhill. That cliff. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, and I, I thought it was cool. I uh, I, I thought, I thought it, that whole yeah. shot was like they did this in a TV show. Why? Well, yeah, that 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 was cool. I thought that I thought that them them flying down that hill, like just going going down that, like what a cool idea for just like a how long was this episode? Like thirty two minutes long, right? Um, right. But the 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 crash took me right out of it because I was just like it seemed it seemed like they were making fun of themselves for a minute of just like oh and stormtroopers are terrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's they just are like, pretty per- bad. Though. I don't it doesn't opinion. seem like you have anything without a purpose in this show, though. So, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, mm, we'll maybe see. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. They have yeah, that it, shot of the personally it's scout trooper doing his foot thing. The scout trooper doing his foot thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this like meme where like in every anytime there's a speeder chase in Star Wars, they give you like a shot of his foot going. Yeah. Like, yeah, he oh, he yeah. hits it and he goes a little faster. It's like Superman with the hands, you know. Right. It's like <laughs> it's like why weren't you going faster? Why weren't you going that fast? <laughs> Although, if you I, want I, to talk about, sorry, go ahead. No, I I I was just going to say that I think it's so such a cool design idea that that's how that speeder bike accelerates. That you have to use your foot to do it. It's like a gas pedal, but you're on a bike. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Uh, if you want to talk about why did they do this and they did this in a TV show, why? Let's talk about the Top Gun dogfight where oh my God. Mando like. <laughs> 
flies up to the top of space and then like turns the razor crest off it falls and oh starts God. flipping so over cool. backwards and flying Man, back in the other tie fighter awesome. the whole the whole one so badass Two. Yeah. the whole time i was watching that i was like that poor ship has just been <laughs> it's through. been through so much it's been through so much and now you're just gonna go ahead and turn around and treat it like an old iphone and just drop it through the sky like you have been this entire goddamn straight out of tie fighter he, he never it's like he never learns he's like oh ship's better cool i'm gonna go fuck it up again <laughs> It's like every planet he goes to, though, he meets somebody who fixes ships. That's like, <laughs> there's one. Like, wait, that, it's that, almost that, like there's a, you know, like you can get your car fixed in any town you go to. It's yeah, right. it's that, that's what it seems like. I'm I'm waiting for the day that he's like that he shows up to a planet and he's like, where can I get my ship repaired? And they're like, repaired. <laughs> I love Buddy, you're the first person to fly in here in 35 years. <laughs> All the mechanics died in the purge. Welcome to Radiator Springs. I'm a living car. Yeah. It's Star Wars. Anything can happen. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great that'd be awesome uh yeah 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 but, but you're Doc right yeah they, they, they show up they show up to to any planet and they're like i need someone to fix my ship and then he just like you know he hands them like a little bit of money and then he goes and does a side quest and then he flies away and really it's beautiful <laughs> i love that he goes to every planet and he's like i need somebody to fix my ship and they can just like work on his super antique ship yeah yeah they're, they're like oh i got the parts for that yeah we'll be fine <laughs> they, they don't ask any questions there's no paperwork there's no contracts there's no there's no he never this shows is the outer rim baby he yeah. never shows up at the end well yeah i mean the, in the last one they were literally tying it together with like fish nets or something like that so that was that was crazy but there's never like a time where he like does the mission and shows up and he's like how's my ship doing and they're like oh man we like we we just didn't have this one thing we didn't have a flux capacitor for you and uh, it's gonna be because well, last gonna time be that happened in star wars anakin gets freed from slavery and turns into darth vader <laughs> well see here's the thing that's okay um, you're right you're you're, you're completely right <laughs> you gotta you gotta picture like this especially if we're going for the like the western aspect is like if you break down in like the middle of nowhere on the side of route 66 in kansas right like they the, the local garage can definitely fix your 1975 pontiac firebird right mm-hmm they may not be able to fix your 2017 Mazda CX-3. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it definitely is one of those things where, like, they've probably got 25 Razor Crests in a junkyard on all of these planets. That's interesting because it seems like this is the only Razor Crest we've seen in the in the whole show. I mean, sure, but, like, you know? ships yeah. of that class. Yeah, you know, I, I, I know. That, that, I'll, yeah, I'll take your word for it. Uh, you're, you're more of a cars guy than I am. <laughs> it, it's, you know, it, it's like yeah. a lot of those older cars used to sort of use all of the same parts, basically. Well, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, well, I can take this from this one thing. Right. You yeah, can move, make move. it work. Yeah, you can make it work. Yeah, this will. It, it's it's not exact, but it'll it'll get you where you need to go. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Also, that ship is big as hell, and if you just put like a new engine in a car, you can put whatever parts on that you want. That ship is so cool. Like it, it really is. Like every time I look at it, because like, I, and I get that it's been like literally falling apart for the last three episodes. But but every, like especially in this episode where he find, he shoots out, he's got Baby Yoda back with him, and he's and he's shooting those uh those Tie Fighters. It it's just such a cool looking ship. It just is badass. It yeah, is. it was shockingly in good condition for the forty five minutes that they were probably gone at that base. Well, yeah. Well, it looks like they gave it a bath for sure. Like it yeah, was shi- it looked shiny and new. It's like it's like okay, like yeah, we'll fix it up. We'll fix it up. But like, what if we like put a little bit of extra effort in and we made it pretty i know that i also put a tracker on here so that we can kill you but <laughs> oh, yeah. i am oh, going to wash that. it there's that there's still a there's craftsman that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm going to hunt you down, but boy, do I love my work. I take a lot of pride in what I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've been, uh, so that is, that is the Monday Lorian. We, we've reached rap time. Okay. Indeed I don't know have. what to say at the end. 
Ethan, what do we say at the end? Sam, do you want to close us out? Oh, well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I've been Sam C. Jones. That's been Tyler Carlin. That's been Ethan Edgehill. McElroy Brothers, if you're listening, you can find me at uh, www.thesamcjones.com, on Instagram at thesamcjones, on Facebook at thesamcjones, and I have a new YouTube series that I'm starting. It's called The Lefty Corner, where I'm talking about all things left-handed guitars. Uh, The most recent episode, I talked about my uh, Gibson 2017 Les Paul Tribute series. The next episode, I'll be talking about uh, I'm going to be doing some distortion pedal compare and contrasts things. So if you're a guitar, if you're a guitar player or a left-handed person at all, uh, check that out. I'm also a musician. I'm available on Spotify. The uh, Sam C. Jones. They make left-handed distortion pedals. They they do. Yeah 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 yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, you do. Well, hey, Sam, hey, Sam, hey, what? Hey, you do hey. use this with your feet. I'm not hey. going to lie to you. Hey, and you know, you can see me using it with my feet in the last episode. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm turning it up to nine. And like, I'm definitely using my toes to uh, to to turn my knobs. Um, You know, here's the thing about the, this this lefty corner thing is that like, I'd love to just review left handed guitars like over and over again. But eventually I'm going to run out of guitars to talk yeah. about. So I need I need another thing to do. So I'm going to. So sure. I, I have I have some um some overdrive pedals that like I'm, I'm just going to do a compare it's really just an excuse for me to around and play with guitars for a little bit but also an excuse for me to practice my my uh, film shooting and my and my video editing so this is just a, a fun project you don't you I, don't have started. to justify it with no with oh no i love productivity i know no, no, just do it because you like it i love doing this it, it really i really really do love doing it and and you know quarantine has been such a weird time for so many of us that like me learning how to edit film like 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 just do do editing and 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 uh you know syncing up audio and all that stuff and just just recording in general this has been a lot of fun for me to learn how to do this and i'm just i'm happy that um i'm i'm getting some sort of a positive response nothing huge or anything i don't have a huge following or anything yet but but getting some sort of a positive response uh from this youtube thing that i started of just me you know talking about guitars like great I, I I'll do more of it. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. So if you're if you're interested in any of that, you can check that out on my YouTube page. Perfect. Yeah. There will be links in the description for all of that. Beep, 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 beep. Anyway, this has been another episode of the Monday Lorian. Thank you for listening. Um, you can go to wbne.org for more great shows like this. Uh, you can go to patreon.com/slash bacon and eggs, and you can get lots of fun stuff that we do over there. And I've been Ethan Edgehill. He's been Tyler Carlin. He's been Sam Jones. And until next time, Arrivederci. Sam C. Jones. <laughs> Sam C. <Ka> Jones. <laughs> Sam C. <Ka> Jones. <laughs>